Are you someone who keeps trying to get the faith to be healed, but it seems like doubt keeps persisting? Maybe you've been trying to get closer to God, but you find it difficult to experience the kind of intimacy you really desire. One very frequent cause to this problem is rooted in the kind of relationship you had with your earthly father. There's very strong evidence suggesting that the fathering you experienced as a child greatly impacts the way you see your heavenly father. And the way you see your heavenly father directly impacts your faith in his promise to heal you. Welcome to the Be Healed Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and this is episode 21, entitled Father of Love. And we're going to be exploring this issue today and helping you get the intimacy with the Heavenly Father that He desires for you, so it will enable the healing power of God to be released in your life. For those who are new to the Be Healed podcast, I'd like to welcome you and glad that you're joining us today. And I'd like to invite you to subscribe to the podcast and become part of the Be Healed podcast family. Also, be sure to visit my website and join our email community by visiting stevehannett.com and clicking subscribe at the top of the page, and you'll receive a free printable of healing verses to bless you. Okay, let's get ready to listen to this message that I believe is going to unlock the power of God's love in your life. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. You know, many times we try to approach problems in life or difficulties, challenges in life by simply working harder, by putting more effort into it. And the mentality with that is to say, if I work harder, I'll overcome. But the Bible is encouraging us that wisdom is needed. And the beautiful definition of wisdom is to live life with skill. And wisdom teaches us not only to work hard, but it teaches us what to focus on, what to see, and to understand the things that we're experiencing. It gives us insight, and it tells us how to go about something in a way that's going to create breakthrough or success. When it comes to getting intimate with God and growing faith, some people will bypass wisdom or won't give wisdom the chance to speak. And so, they just keep doing what they've always done, only they do it with more effort. The difficulty with this approach is that we may be actually working very hard at the wrong thing or on the wrong thing. And so, it takes wisdom and understanding from the Holy Spirit and from God's Word to help us understand what our hindrances are and to approach them properly. The good news is that the Spirit of God, through the Word of God, has everything we need for teaching and correction and for wisdom. And so, in the area of us getting close to the Father and developing that kind of faith that releases healing power, we've got to have understanding of what the hindrances are. And one of those common hindrances of growing close to the Father and trusting Him is what we've experienced in our lives and in the relationships of our lives. And one of those key relationships that influences many relationships is our relationship with our earthly or biological or otherwise father, the one that 
we have experience looking up to and and who guided us and who was doing the parenting in our life because it set a precedent in our life and it greatly affects how we view other people relationships and just creates a domino effect throughout our life and if you have had an abusive father or an absentee father someone that was there physically but not there emotionally maybe they were not expressing themselves they were not able to get close to you maybe they told you that they loved you maybe once or twice in your whole life or maybe not at all maybe you've come from a home where your parents were divorced and you've experienced the pain of separation and abandonment i remember one time that i was ministering to a woman and i began to talk about the father's love and she let me go on for a little bit and she finally stopped me and she said to me stop i don't know about any of what you're speaking about. My father left me. I don't know what it is to be loved by a father at all. It was a tremendous impact to me that I realized she did not have a framework to understand what I was saying. And I had to back up and explain a whole lot of other things to hopefully help her understand who a father is and what his love is like. And so our relationship with our father, if it was not nurturing and filled with the characteristics and experiences that are indicative of the Heavenly Father, it may very well have set a tone or an atmosphere or a hindrance to anticipating these wonderful things from our Heavenly Father. You see, a lot of people have suffered with things of fear of abandonment when their father left them. They may suffer from low expectations in their relationships, feelings of insecurity, inability to trust people, fear of rejection, that you're not going to be accepted, and there's low self-esteem. Maybe your relationships have been characterized as being very distant, and you don't let people get very close to you, and you begin to have a life focused on self-reliance because you may be afraid to rely on others and allow them to help you. Many people have not experienced the unconditional love or the type of love that characterizes unconditional love when they grew up. And it doesn't mean that you had terrible parents. It doesn't mean that you had a bad father, but it may mean that that they lack the ability, that they lack the understanding, that they themselves did not yet experience that love of God. And, and it was difficult for them to give what they did not experience themselves. And so many broken paternal relationships have led to broken and incomplete understanding of the Father in heaven. And for many people, that's not an easy thing to overcome because it's deeply impacted us. In fact, many people are completely unaware of the impact that their relationship with their earthly father has had on their relationship with their heavenly father. But I've got really wonderful good news for you today. And that's that our Heavenly Father desires to develop a wonderful and intimate relationship with Him that's clear and distinct from the relationships that you've developed on the earth. You see, there is no one like the Father. He is unique and He stands alone as being glorious and wonderful and His love 
is like no love that anyone can give you on the earth. The Bible teaches us in 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, it says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And that's why to know God is to know love, and to know love is to know God. And it's so powerful because the Bible teaches us that the person who has fear has not been perfected. We can see this in 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. It says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. You see, this is a powerful verse because we're so afraid of being let down, especially when we're praying for healing. We have this kind of thought that we aren't even often conscious of that. What if it doesn't work? What if God does not come through? What will happen to me if I put my trust in him and he lets me down? What if he leaves me? What if I'm not good enough? What if, what if, what if? But I want to give you a whole new question of what if. What if his love was so strong that it would eradicate and cast out every fear that God may not come through, that God won't take care of you? The nature of his love is so strong. And as his love gets perfected, as you're growing in understanding his love, It says, perfect love casts out fear. It doesn't matter how bad your fear may have been. Perfect love is going to cast it out. It is going to remove it. It says here, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. And it says that, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. This means that we can focus on a solution. The solution is to grow in the love of God. And I can tell you concerning healing, if you want to grow your faith in God's will to heal you, and you want to receive healing for your mind, for your body, for your marriage, for your life, you need to grow and can grow and will grow in the love of the Father. You see, He's the Father of love. God is love. And inside of love, there is everything that's opposite of what we often experience on earth. There's security. There's assurance. There's acceptance. There's expectation. There is an idea of, God, how could you love me and care for me so much? But Lord, you are overwhelming me with your love. So if you have suffered from relationships on the earth where you've been abused, mistreated, or you just didn't receive the kind of love that's characteristic of God's agape, that's Greek for unconditional love, then there's an opportunity to say, Lord, I need to learn your love. I need to receive your love. I need to taste your love. I need to become intimate with your love. And as you do, the relationship between you and your heavenly father will not be experiencing any barrier or hindrance because his love is going to start framing and creating 
a kind of relationship that it will be easy to believe God for healing and everything else that he's promised. So let's get into the idea of how we can experience this love, because the great news is that the Word of God in the Bible gives us the pathway. So let's turn to the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6. It says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So here we have that Jesus Christ, our Savior, is coming and saying that he's the way, he's the truth, he's the life. And listen, no one comes to the Father except through me. That means that in order to get to the Father, to access the Father, to experience the Father, we need to go through Jesus Christ. Listen to what it says in the following verses. John 14, verse 7 says, If you had known me, you would have known my Father also, and from now on you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the work. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. You see, Jesus was saying that he is the perfect representation of the Father. And Philip was saying, show us, but Jesus said that I've been with you, and if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, because Jesus only did what the Father did. He only said what he heard his Father say. So Jesus is such a pure ambassador, such oneness with the Father, that to see Jesus is to see the Father. Now, there are so many wrong and inaccurate views of God. Sometimes people say the Father wants you sick. The Father is punishing you because he's angry with you. And they, and they, they picture him as an angry God, an angry Father that is somehow against you. But if Jesus is the perfect representation of the Father, did we see Jesus be angry with people? Did we see Jesus not heal people or say, I don't want you well, I want you to be sick? Did we see Jesus punishing people? I mean, even his enemies that were against him, Jesus showed mercy to. Even when he shared very harsh words, it was so they would repent, so that they would find grace. Let's even go back to the scripture when they were going to arrest Jesus. And Simon Peter was there, and he was armed with a sword, and he winds up cutting off the servant of the Jewish high priest Caiaphas' ear. His name was Malchus, and he was participating in the arrest of Jesus. And instead of Jesus reveling in this, he heals Malchus's ear. He healed the one who was arresting him. You see, this is the picture of Jesus. He's the one that, though they pluck the hairs of his beard out, even though 
they pierced him and, and stabbed him with the spear in the side. And even though they whipped him and scourged him and crucified him, he's the one, Jesus is the one that said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus was filled with mercy and grace and compassion. And when those who were sick came to Jesus and cried out for mercy and compassion and healing, Jesus demonstrated over and over and over that he would heal them. You see, this is not just the revelation of Jesus. This is the revelation of the Father. Because the Father sent the Son so the whole world would know the Father's love. Think of John chapter 3, verse 16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. You see, it's the love of the Father that released Jesus to the earth. It's the love of the Father that sent him to the cross as a sacrifice for our sins. It's the love of the Father. So when we were seeing Jesus healing people, that's revealing the heart of God to heal. When we were seeing Jesus feed the multitudes, we're seeing the Father feed the multitudes. Because when we see Jesus, we're seeing the Father. And so we have to put out and away from us the wrong views of God. And we have to realize that Jesus is the way to know the Father. And this is why even in 1 John chapter 4, verse 9, it says this, In this the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. You see, Jesus is the manifestation, the appearance of the love of God. God isn't hiding his love. God is revealing his love. And he's saying, look at my son. Look at what my son is doing. Look at what my son is saying. And you'll know me. And when you begin to see the love of Jesus and you see and realize that's the love of the Father, we can begin to live through that love. That's what it says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 9. Now, in verse 10, it says, In this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. It's God who loved us first. It's God's idea to come and rescue us. It's God's idea for us to see him through his Son. And so we need to have this awareness. We need to have this penetration of the love of the Father. So I want to share the second thing of how we can experience this, and it all revolves around the Holy Spirit. It says in John chapter 16, verse 13, it says, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. The Holy Spirit is so critical in the life of a believer because the Holy Spirit is revealing Jesus. And if the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus, then Jesus reveals the Father, and we're going to become one with that love. We're going to have God's love perfected. And when we have God's love perfected, if you remember, 
In 1 John chapter 4, it means it's going to cast out all the fear. And our faith will become rooted in love and produce what we've never, ever experienced before. So we need the Holy Spirit to reveal the Son. And who has the Holy Spirit? Well, the Holy Spirit is received by those who have received the Son. And so we need to receive Jesus as the Son of God. We need to put our trust in Him. We need to believe what He did on the cross was enough, that He died for our sins and receive that gift of salvation, that He paid for our sins, that the love of God took the nails, the love of God took the sins that we've committed. And when you've made Jesus Christ your Lord, when you've received that grace, He causes the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, to come and to guide you into all truth. It says He will guide you into all truth. What is truth? Well, John chapter 14, verse 6 said that Jesus is truth. So yes, the Holy Spirit is going to reveal Jesus. And this is why the presence of the Holy Spirit is so important in our life. The next thing I want to tell you is that it's so vital to be in relationship with people who are close and who have received the Father's love. For they freely received and they will freely give. And it's so vital because when you're around people in the church, spiritual moms, spiritual dads, pastors, elders, brothers, sisters, who have received the love of God, they're able to love you with God's love. And that experience lets you taste, lets you see, lets you live with this reality that God's love is real. And that can only flow from those who have encountered God's love, those who have been radically changed by God's love. And that enables you to have practical encounters with the love of God. And so to review, in order to know the love of God, we need to know Jesus. And in order to know Jesus, we need the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our life. And we can taste and see this by encountering and being part of community with those who really have been healed and perfected by the love of God. So what lens will you use when you pray? What lens will you use when you go to the Father? What lens will you use when you begin to think about God's healing promises? Will you see the deficiencies of your earthly father? Will you remember the experiences of the things that happened to you that were negative? Or will you pray through a supernatural revelation, a clear understanding of who your father is in heaven? I want to tell you that he's never harmed you. He's never been unfaithful. Even when you've not understood certain things, he has been faithful. He loves you with a radical love, and he can't wait to heal you. He is not an unfaithful father. He's a good father, and he cares so deeply for you. And I believe that if there's anything to study and grow in, in understanding healing, it's in his love. I declare that you're going to become secure in his love. As you are perfected, fear is going to be leaving you and your life. Your confidence in God's word and your confidence in his faithfulness to keep it is going to grow. I declare your whole life is going to change as it becomes shaped and formed and fashioned by the Father's love. 
I declare that your old experiences are going to diminish because you're going to have a fresh encounter with God's heavenly love. So much so that your life is going to be conformed according to his love. You're going to be walking in assurance. You're going to be walking in confidence. You're going to be walking with an expectation that says, my father will never leave me. He will never forsake me. You will not walk around with concern of insecurity, but you're going to walk around with confidence and boldness. And you're going to be able to cry out, Abba, Father, I need your help. Abba, Father, I need your healing. Abba, Father, I call on your love. Help me in my time of need. You're going to call out and he will hear you. And you're going to have confidence because your faith will not be rooted in reason and logic and, and, and intellect. It will be rooted in an intimacy with his love. You can cry out, Abba, Father, I know that you are with me. And your faith will have a level of expectation that's going to release power, healing power. And I want to tell you, his love is stronger than your sickness. His love is stronger than your weakness. His love is stronger than your injury. His love is stronger than your fear. And his love is going to cast out all things that could harm you. He is a mighty shield to those who trust him. And he wants you to experience it. So determine today to put aside everything that would hinder. Put aside your old experiences. Give God the chance. Give him the chance to say, Lord, I'm going to spend time with you. Through your word and through faith in your word and through the ministry of the Holy Spirit and among the relationship of the brethren, I'm going to grow with a new awareness and a clear understanding of this radical love you have for me. I just want to declare it and bless you. And I want to say, Father, bless everyone listening right now. Father, bless them in their minds, in their bodies. And Lord, above all, bless them in their hearts. God, that they will taste and see how good you are. They can taste and see how wonderful your love is. Father, my prayer is that you overwhelm them, consume them, saturate them with your love. Father, I pray that their souls will be overflowing, that tears of joy will be falling down their cheeks, that they will fall to their knees saying, thank you, Father, for I've never experienced this love before. Father, I pray for all who are listening, God, that their whole life will change, that God, your shalom, your perfect wholeness will pervade and saturate everything that they are. And Lord, that you will make them to overflow into their families, into their marriages, into their parenting, everywhere they go, that Lord, you may be glorified and that all the world may taste and see and say, what happened to you? And, and they may say, I've encountered the radical, supernatural, amazing love of God. Father, I thank you. I bless them. And I ask this for your glory in their life. And Father, I speak to their illnesses and their pains and their sicknesses. We say no more for the love of God says no more. And we cast out all fear in the name of 
Jesus Christ, by your love. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Well, I pray this has blessed you. I truly believe that this is a new beginning for many of you who are listening to this message and to my voice right now, that a new chapter is beginning in your life, one that's filled with hope, one that is opening your heart for God's love. No matter what, you cry after it, you go after it, and you're going to meet the Father in a whole new way. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. Send us a message. Send us your prayer request to contact at everyhousenow.org. We're excited to listen to what God is doing in your life because now you're on your journey to have your faith for miracles rooted in your Father's love. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.